Welcome to this week's Spinfoil Theory. We're about to take a dive into the lore of Destiny the game. Specifically, we'll be giving a high-level scrutiny to popular, emerging, and outlying theories than judging. With that out of the way, let's put on our Spinfoil hats and get a little crazy. Here comes this week's show. All right, now we actually have it down. Yes, now we're actually <laughs> recording instead of just chit-chatting and having good good conversation. <laughs> and not like people, people needed to hear that. <laughs> they, needed to, they needed to hear all that. Um, welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast, everyone. We are your hosts. This is Red Leader, Taylor. And with me, as always, is Lady Lucita. How are you doing this week? Doing, doing all right. Doing all right. It's a uh, nice, warm... 80s, 90s here in Ohio. It's very warm. It's very warm out, but you know, it's all good. I got the sunscreen, got the sunglasses, got the lemonade. Hat. Yeah, hat. Definitely hat. Hat is big. Even if you have hair and you're not a bald like me, guys, uh, just just trust me. Just, oh, is that the sun and I'm going to be in it? Ooh, hat. Save your brain. It'll it'll fry. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, welcome this week. Um, this show is in our special episode theory and a series. And at first, we you know, you know, recently we we talked about Halo, and I think we still have that one on the back burner. I think this week we're going to talk about one of our favorite subjects: space uh, in games. Yeah, space. Because um, recently, uh, you know, both both Lucy um, and I own uh, Elite Dangerous. That's been fun. Uh, we still need to like fly together, but we'll we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. It's a work um, in progress. And then uh, I'm also playing. I just started playing with uh, some friends from my clan, Star Citizen. Ooh. And that, yeah, I know it's been in development for so long. And I guess so. I technically started playing in. I guess the current patch is like three point one seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Point one. Three point seventeen point one. So like that. That's that's my. And I think pretty soon they're about to deploy point two. So it's about to be like a wipe start over again. Oh, that's uh, kind of thing. Crazy. Like um, all that weight. So like even like the ships you've earned and everything just end up snapped, gone. Adios. Have to work again. If you so reputation stays, but anything that you spent real money on, like your pledge package, like uh, that ship and that starting money that you you get to keep that stuff. OK, OK. I was like that because I've but seen like, some of the prices yeah. on some of those ships, like with real Money mm-hmm. and I'm like oh, yeah, the the thousand dollar one. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a thousand dollars. I I don't know about that. Dude. That's a little crazy. I've seen I mean, I've seen the ship yeah. though. It's fancy. Mm-hmm. Very fancy, but I don't know. I mean, like, it looks really cool, but I'm not sure. It's, I I will say this: having played both, the default controls for so I, for anyone who doesn't know, I have a Hosas, which is a hand-on stick and stick setup. And that's kind of like um, you might be more familiar with the Hotas, which is hand on stick and throttle. Yeah. Um, instead of a traditional throttle, I have what's called an Omni throttle. So it's it's actually kind of like uh, you know the same as the right stick in my left hand, except it's uh, it's at an angle. So I'm at that oh. throttle angle, but I can move it. I can move it in four dimen- in, in in four directions. Oh. And then my twist, like twist up and down, I use that for for uh up and down thrusters so it's like really intuitive to like fly the thing around like that and then point and do like weapons and other stuff with the uh with the right stick so it's it's a lot of fun i'll I'll say this i I, you know i I haven't tried it with a with a regular like traditional throttle but uh you know because i I bought the right stick first so i I guess i was kind of had like an experience that 
reminded me of that on the uh, with the keyboard. It's kind of like your throttle mm-hmm. interface thing. But yeah, there there is nothing there is nothing like like the uh, the Hosas or Hotas experience in any event. So I've been playing uh, the last like couple weeks now, mm-hmm. and they this weekend they just had a. Uh, a live event, a couple live events actually. Ooh, fun! So the yeah, the first one was this like I guess it's a PvP event, and it's called Jump Town. <clears throat> and this whole event <laughs> was uh, they found this like drug warehouse where they're creating I guess space drugs. Oh! But it's really hilarious. It's a fully automated warehouse, so like there's no dudes there, and you go there, and every thirty seconds, this like little kiosk thing is like spitting out a bale of space drugs. And so the goal is you go gather as much as you can and like throw it in your ship and you can only carry like one bale at a time, but you throw, you throw them, you throw them in the cargo hold of your ship and then you either turn it in to the space cops or if you have a crime rating, like any crime rating, you can get called up by this other guy. He's like, yeah, I'll give you more money to sell the drugs to me <laughs> instead. Uh oh. So that's that's where that's where that goes. Well, that's a pretty interesting. Like I I was doing other stuff, uh, figuring out loadouts, like thing, things of this nature. When um, when that was when, when like for the most of it happening, and I, I hear all these people's like apparently it just devolves into everyone like shooting each other out of the sky before they get the chance to land. Uh, when when it's at its worst, but like I came in, I guess at this like eye of the storm or something, because I just like scooted in, grabbed the one, and peeled out. No one was even there to bother me. There was like one other dude like parking his ship, and I just did it way faster and ran. But uh, I only got one bale of the space drugs though, so that's that's the lesson there. You got to be braver if you want <laughs> if you want to make money on the space drugs. Um, and then the second one. The second one, uh, you know, we were talking earlier, Lucy, about how an elite dangerous, uh, which which I'll let, I'll let you get into here in a second, because that that's another great one, um, called interdiction. Mm-hmm. So in in this game, there's the quantum drive, oh. and you have gas for your quantum drive, and you have hydrogen for your like regular thrusters, like everything else. So, and like right right now, I think I think the base tanks, or at least on like the small ships, it's like. You know, just inside a tank will take you from one end of the of the system, the star system, to the other. So like everything feels big, and it feels like there's a lot going on. But I think it's kind of nice that it's just in one star system right now, as opposed to spread out over like fifty or a galaxy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in this one, they lock down this Lagrange point that has like a mining and like R and R stop for like refuel, like whatever at it and they make it so you they jam your quantum drive if you go in there and they make it so you can't leave so you Uh go in there and it's like this like blockade you go in there and you get this message from the government and the government's like dude you fuck these guys (laughs) like take this (laughs) if you're here you know you're stuck here you can help us scan it and basically there are these they have these ships out there at different points like scanning and the first part of this one is you're in your ship and you're defending these ships scanning for where the uh the the bad guy armada is they're called the nine tails this faction but uh i'm trying to find where the nine tails are and so like they send like little light fighters a- after you and you, you know after those ships and you shoot them down protect the scan ships and you do that however many times till you collect enough data to figure out where their fleet is and then you go kick the shit out of the fleet till like you dwindle their numbers enough 
So I did that this morning, and it's like it's going well. There's other people playing with me. Uh, for anybody who's played Star Citizen, there is this like big beefy fighter, I guess, called the Hammerhead, and it is just like it is just a slog. Like you can win if you're if you're like me in um, in an Avenger Titan, which is like a light semi fighter. You can like hang and not die, but it takes it takes a while to to like beat them. At least if you're by yourself or not in something also as big, and they just keep beaming like more and more <laughs> as we got toward the end. You're like, so how many the are thing, there? How many dude, are there? It was like the entire screen was lit up because like one one other difference is uh, Star Citizen. You connect to the server. So you connect to the persistent universe and that's like everything is like happening whether you're there or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are different servers, but that but you connect to it. Whereas Elite Dangerous is peer to peer. That's how you can swap between solo and uh, oh. potential PvP play. Like I see. seamlessly. I see. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's that's the other one. But uh, yeah, we did that and it was just like my 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 3070, like my, my PC, there was so many different things happening that things were starting to stutter. And it wasn't because of my graphics card. Like I got the 3070. I got my settings right. It was because there were so many different things tr- like happening at once that just like the internet was struggling. To be, but it was it was beautiful. It was just like lasers everywhere, like missiles going off. Oh, man. Uh, and the space flight, there's, it's a, it relies a lot more on inertia. Oh. Than uh than Elite Dangerous. Yeah. Like you only go so far and then you have to like slow down and there's like a range in your thrusters where you're kind of in control, and then it's where you'll start pushing beyond what your retro thrusters could could stop, if that makes sense. It's like once you start getting into the red, if you like push it all the way forward, it's gonna take you a little bit to slow down. Whereas like if you keep it in the the white, I guess, you can just kind of like move around freely. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, it's it's another it's another really cool part. <clears throat> Um, and that one, uh, like Elite Dangerous, it uh, the the default stick uh, works like a plane stick does. So like you know, forward, back, pitch, yaw um, is pitch, um, and then left, right is your roll. As opposed to this, which goes like full omni space combat, which is like no, you're just pointing the nose around, and then your twist is your roll. Oh, I see. That's interesting. Yeah. As opposed to like twist pedals being your uh, your yaw. Uh, so yeah, it is, it is, it is kind of different. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. I shot down a bunch of ships. Um, still figuring stuff out, but that was that was a fun weekend. And I'll tell you what, with with the hosas, <laughs> if I keep playing this, I'm gonna have the most like jacked Popeye forearms because like I am tired after like a couple hours of like active flight. <laughs> Uh, like that but yeah it's 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 funny um but yeah that's that's what's going on in star citizen right now and there's about to be like other changes here in a couple weeks i think it's that's actually about to be free to play on the 7th oh it is okay like i know they have like free to play weekends or things and i'm like i was looking out for that because i'm like it's kind of do it okay okay you said the 7th yeah like three days um i'll give you my friend code yo let's do it i'll put my friend code in the uh if anyone else wants to try it out, I'll put my friend code in the uh, show notes for you. Yo. But dude, yeah. Free okay, weekend, free weekend. Free totally weekend. worth it. Totally worth giving it a shot. Because I think you'll be you'll be kind of amazed at... Just how much it, there is to do. Well, and how, how different. And how, how like, different, And on, yeah. on the level you, like, interact with everything is. 
Yeah. Like, you'd have to, like, go down into your console and turn off your engines to refuel. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's great. There's no automatic landing or takeoff, but it's also a lot easier to land and take off. There's only a couple, like, cramped, cramped places. That's crazy, though. That's super cool. Mostly mostly landing pads, but yeah. Um, it's it's a lot of fun, and I, I'm i a big fan of uh, Chris Roberts, the guy who uh, who made... Who's who's like the the mind I get the creative mind really like behind a lot of Star Citizen. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, he's the guy who came up with Wing Commander series. He's the guy who came up with Star Lancer. He's the one who came up with Freelancer. Um, these are all like big, at least it, from my childhood growing up. Those were like big big games when they came out, and I'm so excited <laughs> to, to be playing one of his games again because it's it's yeah it's it's only gotten better. Uh, I could say that. And, and like I said, um, Elite Dangerous is a lot of fun, but I kind of feel like it's the difference in technology between like Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah. I feel like Elite Dangerous has like the Star Trek computers. Mm. If that, And that's not a bad thing. That's just like a different vision of the future, right? Yeah. This is more like, okay, the ship has its own thing. It kind of reminds me of getting into my car when I have to hook up my phone and then like the phone interface. I have all this like new stuff the car can do now. It kind of reminds me of that. Like you sit in this thing and then it's really like your little watch HUD. That's how you plot your course and that's how you like do comms and stuff. But that's not part of the uh, the ship computer. Oh. The ship computer is just doing like its own stuff, like with the weapon systems and. and it's that so thing. different. It's so that different. Way. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely give it a try. Yeah, because like. I'm there's not really a lot to do in Destiny right now besides mm -hmm. uh like I'm grant I got very lucky in Destiny with my pinnacle grind because I was really far behind because I went and visited my family for a week then I got COVID and then Kelsey got my girlfriend she got strep throat so like mm -hmm. all of this bad stuff has been happening so I didn't really have time to really like play Destiny and do my pinnacles I literally would just log on do the story stuff and that would really be it. Like bare minimum. That kind of stuff. And I just was on my tight and I did vow. I did like preservation. I did like part of the like, cause I didn't do the story on my titan yet. So I did some of the story on my titan and did the sever mission and got a pinnacle. And that was, I was done. Like bam, 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 done. It worked really well. I was, and now, I literally just need to go up, I think, what, like, five season pass rank levels, ten, which, oh, nice. and then I'll be plus 15, and then bam, I'm Grandmaster, ready. Easy. Oh, cool. Easy peasy. So, and Grandmasters <laughs> come out uh, tomorrow. So, you know, I think, I think I'll be good. I'm just, uh, yeah, I think. I think you'll be ready. I, I think you'll be think... able to do it. I think you'll crush them. Yeah, and then I think I think Destiny. Then the, the only real thing we have for Destiny between now and the end of the season is Solstice, and that's like what three weeks at some point. I don't know, two, three weeks. I don't know how long Solstice is. I remember them saying it was three. Ah, three weeks. Okay. But yeah, so it's yeah, Des Destiny's um, it's slowing down. I think that's what kind of got me into Elite because I got to a point where, uh. Just being lucky, you know, I, I did go to GCX, but, you know, I, I was lucky enough to uh, to not get sick. And, you know, I, I do think that had a lot to do with, you know, going to GCX and not uh, some of the uh, the other things that you could do that weren't as regulated. Yeah. If that makes sense. 
Um, but I was very lucky. Just end of the day, very lucky. Didn't uh, didn't catch that. Um, so I was I was a little caught up in the Destiny stuff, and then that's when uh, you know my my clanmate Crosswind was like, "Hey, hey, do you like space flight sims?" And I was like, "Do I?" <laughs> You're like, "Do I? I love space." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like before, um, while I was stuck at my parents' house, I um, I didn't bring my Xbox, so all I had was the game. I'm like, I installed Destiny, so I could at least play that. But like. I didn't, I didn't bring like my headphones or anything, so I couldn't talk to anybody. So it was very, uh, <laughs> oh no. Um, and that sort of thing. So I ended up playing, uh, No Man's Sky, which I really like. I hadn't played that game in a very long time. So I was like, what the, what the, what the heck is that? What is that? What is this? What are you? What is the, very confused 90% of the time. But what I ended up doing, is every so often they have something that's called an expedition. An expedition is like you play with other players. Well, I still did it solo, but you can do it with other players. And basically it's like a, you're all doing like the same objectives. And if you do all, all of these objectives, you get cosmetics and super cool stuff. Oh, cool. And I was like, oh, okay. Is it like cooperative? Yeah, it's like a cooperative thing. But it's like there's also like community like goals, like Oh, if you turn in X number of materials, you get this. And this was, this expedition in particular was different because it was on permadeath mode. It was the first permadeath expedition. So if you die, oh, start all over. That is some sword art. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not die. You really die. I did not die once. Actually, okay. Nice. You had to die once. To leave the first planet. That's because you had to basically see the, the t there's basically a time loop that was going on. So basically, if you die, you reset. Like a time loop. Mm. That's the whole, the whole premise of it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And I went through it. I died the first time. And then I didn't die the rest of the time. Not once. I was very impressed because, like, I've tried to play, I remember trying to play, uh, No Man's Sky and Permadeath before. And mm -hmm. what? Here's a funny story. My uh, my controller, the A button, would like stick sometimes. What ended up happening? A is to jump. So I accidentally, I was pressing A to like try to jump up, 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 something, and my button got stuck. And my person just kept going up, 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 no. and then my jetpack fuel ran out, and I went down, 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 splat, died. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do permadeath mode until I get a new control. Well, that was that was years ago. That was years ago. But like, I just I wanted to like challenge myself in like a different because like Destiny, you know, it's a first person shooter. We've been playing Destiny for a very very long time, so I wouldn't say Destiny isn't hard, but it's kind of the same thing. Like it's every season. I wouldn't say every season's the same. But, like, Grandmasters are pretty much the same every season. Mm -hmm. I did the dungeon on Master. It was annoying because I wasn't, like, super beefy, strong power level. I was just kind of there. I was squishy. I didn't like being squishy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like being squishy. I hate this. Zero to ten. And so I wanted to try, like, a different, like, Permadeath and No Man's Sky is a very different kind of 
challenge, I think. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Because actually with No Man's Sky, for listeners who haven't played it before, it's more... It's still a space game, like Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen, but it's much more cartoony and cute. Mm-hmm. And there's still science, you know? You can still fly around and blow people up, pew, 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 with your spaceship or your, your little pistol or that kind of stuff. But it's much more cartoony and it's different. It's not like a super high realistic thing. And it's a, that's not the point. It's not supposed to be. That's why... At first, I, w- I played it, and I was like, oh, I kept comparing it to Elite Dangerous or Star Citizen or other games. Like, oh, it's not realistic. This is kind of cringe. It's I want real, 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 with air quotes, space sim. But as I more played, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cute. Like, you can go to planets, and you can find, like, I went to a planet while I was doing this expedition, and everything, like the trees, the plants, and everything, was stained glass. And it was like, and like the butterflies or like everything was stained glass. And I was like, what the hell? This is so cool. And at nighttime, everything like glowed. And I was like, all right, I'm building a house here. I'm building a house here. (laughs) I don't care if there's like nothing for me here and there's no point. I am building a house here. And it was like, you can do stuff like that. Like there was a planet that like all of the plants were like, like would glow at nighttime. And there was also, like, toxic rainstorms that would kill me if I went outside, but, like, that's so cool. Like, that's what I love about No Man's Sky, is, like, it's, yes, it's not very realistic. Yes, it's very cartoony and cute, but you can see crazy stuff like that. You can find planets that have, like, weird, crazy animals and weird and crazy plants and all kinds of crazy things and if you want you can build a house there you can be like i want my view to be this you can build houses underwater if you like because like you can go swimming in the ocean that 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 was crazy Mm -hmm. when they added that i was like oh god it's subnautica all over again no because i played subnautica I played Subnautica, and I got so scared, I haven't played it since. Because I, I don't like the ocean. The ocean scares me. Especially if you go really, really deep, and it's really dark, and scared. like, no, no, no thank you. Mm-hmm. And I guess what happened one time, I played it, and I found, I guess, what is like... I don't know if I bugged it, or if this was intentional, but I found a big pit. And I thought, oh, it's probably just going to go down a little ways, and probably be like, you know... the. Kind of like the Mariana Stretch, you know? It's probably going to go down and then really far, but there's going to be a bottom. No, there wasn't a bottom. I had to leave the game to stop falling. I just kept falling forever. I literally ended up looking up on, like, the Subnautica wiki or whatever for, like, how, what's the, the deepest point? And I was past that. And it was just pitch black. And I was like, oh, God, how do I make it stop? It was so scary. Like, no thank you. Mm-hmm. No thanks, no thanks. And haven't played since. I know there's like Subnautica two or not sub there's like Subnautica two, which is like you're on like the ice caps and it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. But nah, I'm good. I'm good. That sounds worse. That sounds worse. Like being trapped under the ice and needing to go up for air and you can't because of the ice. Like no, nope, 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 nope. I'm good. I'm good. Swimming in a pool? That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> the ocean? Nope. I'm good. I will sit on the beach and... What if there's like a safety net? Nope. 
I'm good. I'm good. I will sit on the beach. I'll get my feet wet. I'll get my feet wet, you know. Walk up, get, get get my feet wet in the ocean, you know. That's nice. But like I will not go swimming in the ocean. No. I'm if good. If it's any consolation, the part the part you're on doesn't go that deep. You're on the shelf still. You can't just like drop off. I know. At least not in any beach you're probably I know, go to. I know. But still, but still there's the I don't know. I just like the the ocean is cool. Like it's cool to like go to like zoos or whatever and see like the ocean and like see the fishies and you know the seahorses <laughs> and the dolphins, you know, and you know that that's cute. But I don't want to go swimming in the ocean. No thanks. I will stay on land. I will put my feet on the land. You know, I played uh I played No Man's Sky when it first first oh, came out. Oh wow, yeah. In the disappointment release. Um and it sounds like I, you know, good, good on them for sticking with it for as long as they have and like continuing to add to the game and, uh, you know, deliver, deliver on, it sounds like like, at least now, like they're delivering more on, on, uh, what they had, uh, hyped us up for back then. But so like, I want to give it another try. I never, I never did the, uh, Oh, give me my money back thing. Like, I'm just like, eh. <laughs> like I'm yeah. maybe, maybe it'll be better eventually, or maybe like something, something will change. Cause especially like in this day and age, it's not like a bad game stays bad necessarily. Yeah. I mean, that's what I liked about No Man's Sky is they have, I guess they got, they built it back to what it, what they promised, I guess. Cause like mm-hmm. when No Man's Sky first, I remember watching that release trailer and that almost made me buy a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, okay, this looks cool. This is like, that was like what I want from a space game. And it had and it had like dog fights, like those trailers were nasty. Um, and one thing I would say gameplay wise, whereas like Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen are I would say first and foremost, like you can do stuff outside the ship in both games. Don't get that twisted. I would say first and foremost, they are a space flight sim. Like that is yeah. that is probably the biggest draw in those games. Uh, so that's going to be more like, uh, like your, your, your classic TIE fighter or Star Wars, like squadrons. Ooh, I'll talk about squadrons in a little bit here too. Um, whereas this is more like, kind of more like Battlefront. It's like a third person experience. Mm-hmm. But it also has space um, stuff too. Yeah. That's what's nice. Yeah. Yeah. But it isn't, uh, I, I think by default anyway, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't like, don't you like kind of fly it from outside the ship? Like. I think you, you can, can be, adjust you to the can, first person yeah, view. you can be first person, but you can also be third person. I fly third person mm-hmm. because so I can see easier, see behind me. Yeah, you can be third person in in Star. I think I think and Elite Dangerous. You can be you can switch to third person in all of them if you want. Yeah, it's just for I guess for I guess the more like realistic space sim like Elite Dangerous, Star Citizen, mm-hmm. Starfield when that comes out. Very excited I'm for that excited game, for but that. that game looks. I'm yeah. excited. I'm like, oh, oh. Elite Dangerous. Goodbye, planets. hello, Starfield. Like, cause like yeah. I want like that looks like No Man's Sky, but realistic. Which is that that's basically a game I want. I'm like, I need that. I need that right here. It has, it has, yeah, it has. I'm I'm really excited to see what they do with it because it is scratching a lot of itches. I like because mm. it's Bioware, right? It's a Bioware game. Mm. No, Bethesda. Bethesda, sorry. Oh yeah, they're they're. I, I'm pretty sure they're from like Bethesda, Maryland. Makes sense. At least originally. Makes sense. I could be completely wrong about that. I will look that up. But yeah, 
it has like the real I'm like I'm not that like the space flying thing that's not that important to me what's more important to me is like the I like exploring and science because you know I'm a, I'm a scientist at heart I like exploring things you know seeing the new stuff seeing finding crazy things that's my favorite thing to do that's why elite dangerous there's like the three main i guess trees or categories you can do there's mm -hmm. combat appreciate for it you know put some guns on your ship and go pew pew and kill pirates or traders or whatever you mm -hmm. may fancy uh there's trade which is pretty straightforward uh you make your ship into a space truck and you haul cargo from point A to point B. That's based like money making, I guess, would be one category. So that's, you know, cargo hauling. That's passenger trips, which that's what I do is passenger trips. Um, mm -hmm. There's mining, which I hate mining so much. It's so boring in space. I literally fell asleep one time trying to do mining in Elite Dangerous. Oh no. <laughs> I was literally falling asleep, like, alright, you know what? I'm just gonna tab I'm just gonna tab out, turn off game, go to sleep. Because basically you have to continually scan for these rocks. And even if you find a rock that might look right, then you put your little probes on it and they scan it, and then it could be wrong. And you're like, damn, I wasted all this time. That sucks. It's just frustrating. <laughs> like mining is very lucrative, but it's for me personally, I just think it's very boring. That's why I prefer cargo runs as my main money-making thing. And there's also exploration. My favorite category, that's where you just go in a direction and you can, like, scan planets. You can scan... Uh, Chart systems. Yeah, you, start, you scan the systems, and then if there's any interesting planets, then you go to those planets, you scan those planets... And then sometimes those planets might have, like, interesting plants or life or something. And then you can land your planet there, get out of your ship, get some samples, go back to your ship, go to a station, and sell that genetics for money. That's what some people do. I've slowly getting into the that last part of landing the ships and scanning plants. Just all of the plants, planets I keep finding don't have plants. And I'm like... Ugh. Yeah, eventually, I'm, I'm eventually, much more basic, eventually, I'm much more basic and elite dangerous than than Lucy here. I go to jump points, which are basically like traffic lights in space, and I look for criminals and then fight them in space. You're <laughs> a bounty hunter, man, man. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not very good at space combat in elite dangerous. Like I'm not the best at it. So I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay at it. I just like it's I'm I don't know. I'm not very good. At those kind, I don't know. I'm not very good at this. It gets it gets easier. So at first, I think I was trying to do it in my one ship uh, that like sidewinder or whatever. Or, or, yeah, yeah, I, not the sidewinder. The one like just up from that that everyone like recommends Viper? you get because it can do like a little bit of everything. Um, Maybe. It, well, it's it's in the Mark Four, Mark Five now, and like the Mark Four was like a special ship you could get, or it's like from the previous Elite games because Elite's a whole series, guys. If you didn't know, it's been like a I think it's a British series, so mm -hmm. it's been like yeah, since all the eighties. They're like yeah, um, yeah. The company's based in the UK, Frontier. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's pretty cool. But uh, once I switched to the Vulture, which had a lot more like lateral and sort of like weird air quotes weird movement thrusters. 
it became a lot easier. Oh, it's yeah. it's just me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And I think I mostly had... I think I... I think I might have had lasers. Pew, 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 pew. Well, in, in Elite, it's like... It is like a beam. Like, that is like you were shooting Divinity. <laughs> like, that is just pew. Like, that is a straight thing. In, um... It's Star Citizen. They're usually like repeaters or cannons, so you see like singular like shots go out. Uh, in in that in that sort of a you know like space movie way, so it's 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 it was really wild to me that like no these are lasers they shoot straight zoom. That's another way. It kind of reminds me of a uh, the Star Trek universe. Just uh you know like when the uh, when the Federation ship attacks something, it's just like straight laser. Yeah. Deal with that. <laughs> Um, but I, you know, I have never, I think outside of engineering, trying to like make the different parts of my ship better, which can be, it can be its own. You could play just that for a very long time. <laughs> just, just that's like getting, uh, getting to, to, uh, to upgrade your stuff in, in elite. But, uh, outside of that, like, I think just because I was in it, I think a lot for the combat. I never ended up doing that much exploring. I ended up eventually with the money I made refitting my uh, my other ship for exploration purposes, and that was pretty cool because uh, uh, you guys know there's uh, the you can put what's called like a solar scoop. Mm, yeah, the fuel ship. scoop. Yeah. Yeah, and then as you as you like zero in on suns, which is typically how you're going to navigate around because they're like these large bodies that you can you can uh, sort of home in on as you're as you're jumping. You fly by it, and then the scoop will automatically deploy and just start refilling your gas. Yeah, that's definitely. I rec like if yeah. that is something I recommend everyone having on your ship because there are times where you could not have that on your ship, and you're jumping and you didn't calculate your jumps right, and you're stuck in space. But don't worry, even if that happens, the community of Elite Dangerous is actually really, really nice, and there's something that's called fuel rats, and you, I've, I've done it before. That happened to me where one time I had a fuel scoop on my ship and I had plotted, there's basically a little checkbox for like only plot a route for fuel scoopable stars. I accidentally left that unchecked. So basically it was choosing, it was also choosing stars that I couldn't get fuel from. Mm -hmm. So I basically ran out of gas in the middle of the highway, middle of nowhere. And I was panicked, and I was like, "Oh God, I'm I'm stuck out here. I can't. I don't have any way to get out. Get out." So, I literally looked up the fuel rats because they even have like ads in the game. Like when you go to spaceports, you can see <laughs> for the fuel rats because like they're a part of the community, which is really crazy. And I literally just put in, "I need fuel," and I put in what system, and they said, "Hey, do you mind going to open?" Because I normally play on solo, and I said, "Yeah." So I saved my game, went to open. They found me. They literally sent these little, they're called limpets, which are like little, little robots. They sent it to my ship and it had fuel in it. And they gave me enough fuel to get to the nest, to the nearest station. And they, they asked me if I knew like what a fuel scoop was. And I explained to them my situation. They thought it was funny. They're like, ah, oh, it happens to everybody. It's all good. And then they <laughs> reminded me of that little tab. I'm like, yeah, I kind of figured something was up when like the last three stars. I went to, I could not scoop. I was like, I think I did something wrong here. I think my map's a little wrong. So, but yeah, no, like, it, and it's just, 
the Elite Dangerous community is surprisingly nice. At least that part. There are some people who are... That's why I don't play on open. Is because there are people who troll. Who will, like, go to, like, where new players... Well, not new players, but, like, near starting systems and they just troll them, you know, shoot them, pew, pew, pew. And because Mm -hmm. they're... Because the newer players, they don't have, like, the good ships, they just die. So, like, they can't do anything. It's not fun. I don't understand people who just do that for fun. Like, why? Why is bullying fun? Why? I understand you're on, like, some power trip, but stop it. Get some help. It's like pub stomping. They're just... They're they're not in it for the right reasons. They're... They're they're compensating for something. Yes. Um... I can just leave it at that. Uh... Yeah, and and one thing I will say, the navigation in Elite Dangerous, like the the system galaxy navigation, second to none. Like that computer interface where it like plots out all the different like jumps you got to make. Like I think God, I think I I think one I had to do was like 40 some jumps or something like that. Oh yeah, it depends. Yeah, that's the nice thing with Elite is you can uh like mod your ship out and it's kind of like building a car. You can replace your engine and you know replace your that your all this stuff to make your car your ship faster like my ship is um my main ship is a little it's a very small ship very small ship because i don't like the big ships big ships are i feel like i'm like driving like a big truck and i'm like oh god i can't make this it feels too too clunky i like the smaller small and medium ships medium ships i'm like that's probably the biggest i don't like large ships I'll have like one or two large ships, but I don't like to use them too often because, uh, I don't know. They just feel too big. I'm like, this is too much. I can't, I can't even see. (laughs) I'm so short. I can't even see off in front of my, off the top of my windshield, you know? Like I can't, I can't see. It's too big. So I have my small little ship, but I have the, because what you can do is you can eventually, once you've played enough, go talk to these people that are called engineers. And these are like your mechanics. They can they can trick out your car. I'm like, oh, you want your engine to be modified? I got you. And they can modify your uh, your frame shift drive. That that controls how far you can jump between systems. Friendship drive charging. Friendship drive charging. <laughs> yeah, because they're all they're British, so they have a little bit of an accent. So they're like friendship drive charging. It's like, oh no, it's British. I mean, you dude, you can dude, you can change. I, I love it. You can change like the voice of your little AI, but I think it's funny having the friendship drive charge. It's just, it's so funny. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. And then um, on top of that, you can get something that's called a uh, a frame shift drive booster, and that'll make your jump range like a big. Like I think my jump range on my little sh- explorer ship is a lot. I think I want to say like thirty light years 40 like a lot like that's pretty Mm. pretty big and then if i keep tricking out my uh frame shift drive i can make it even more and then if i like make all of my the rest of the parts on my ship like um uh stripped down so like they weigh less that makes my ship jump mm-hmm. further. It's all this like kind of min maxing. Very similar things that you can do in Destiny. Like, oh, if I make my in Destiny, if I uh, inc- make my resilience a hundred and my uh, discipline a hundred and ruin these specific aspects and fragments and guns, I can make a crazy build that kills enemies super fast or whatever. Stuff like that. Like that kind of stuff is fun. 
And then the... What else is there? There's a lot to do in Elite Dangerous. Like, a lot. I feel like Elite Dangerous is a trench that is a mile wide, but only a couple feet deep, almost. There's a lot to do, but it can get kind of boring really fast, I think. That's why I play Elite in, like, very small dosage. Like, oh, there's something mm-hmm. cool. Okay. Like, right now... Like, right now, there's this kind of, I don't say, like, in-game, like, in-game, like, there's, like, a, there's lore. There's the, a, a, the background simulation. There's, like, you know, different factions you can join, different groups, you know, and all this and that. And right now, there's a, like, this kind of long story that's been going, or overarching story that's been going on with this, like, kind of shady company and, um... They've been producing weapons that are very good weapons. Like, they're very powerful weapons, but it's kind of controversial because, you know, kill people. And, mm-hmm. uh, they make this, they made this big super weapon. They're going to, like, deploy it and kill all these aliens because there's aliens in Elite Dangerous. These Stargoids, they're going to kill them all. And they are weird. Yeah, they're, 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 they're weird. weird. Big alien guys. They're, like, when I say alien, I don't mean, like, they look like us. I mean, these they, they are truly alien, not humanoid. Alien. They're like alien, alien, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, they've been they they were in the earlier Elite Dangerous games too, which is cool. But like, what I think it's really interesting about the Thargoids is they they originally when they first showed up, I think years and years and years ago, they weren't hostile. All they would do is as a player was going to hyperspace, they would pull you out of hyperspace and your ship would be deactivated. You couldn't do anything. And the Thargoids would scan your ship, kind of look at you funny. They almost look like flowers, like the ships. They almost look like flowers or, uh, yeah, I guess flowers. Or it reminds me of like, yeah, flowers is a good way to look at it. Lotus like if a flowers. crab had legs all the way around. Yeah, I guess almost like a spider. Yeah. But they're like they're very like almost like petals. So I I think they look kind of like a lotus flower or kind of one of those like plants that have like almost like they're symmetrical. Basically, mm-hmm. like one of those symmetrical plants like a lotus flower. They look like that and they're green and they're big and they make weird noise and they go up and they scan you. Well, players got really annoyed with that. They're like, "Hey, Stop pulling me out of space. So then next time they had their buddies come with them. And uh, they started shooting the Thargoids. And Thargoids were like, oh, okay. And they pulled out their guns. And Thargoids guns do corrosive. So they like eat your ship up. And mm-hmm. uh, turns out there are some planets in the, I guess, the Witchhead Nebula. That have like Thargoid meta alloys or whatever, like this material that the Thargoids are like growing almost because their ships are like biological. Very weird. Um, and players realized, oh, if we harvest these, we can make metals that's anti-corrosive. But the Thargoids got kind of mad that we did that. So now the Thargoids are blowing <laughs> up our stations and this and that. And that's where this, uh, this very, I guess, controversial uh 
biomedical group comes in, company. Like, they are using, they found some, like, old relics and are using those to make, like, a super weapon to kill all the Thargoids in the galaxy. Me. Hmm. And I'm like, that's kind of messed up. Because what some play players have noticed is when you target a Thargoid ship, there's, like, a little icon on that shows up. And people have noticed there's two different types of icons. There's, like, Group A and Group B. And Group A's, they're not hostile. There's this, the scanny ones. Group B are the hostile ones. So it seems like there's almost, like, two different sub-factions of Thargoids. And, like, killing all of them seems like a little... I understand, yes, it's war, and, you know, we need to... Humanity needs to survive. But on the, on the other hand, why don't we just leave them alone? Like, they mm -hmm. have their, their, the Witch Head Nebula territory and all that. They're not encroaching upon our space. We are encroaching upon theirs. We are the invaders. So why don't we just not and just leave them alone? Yeah. But yeah. But also from like a player perspective, I know Frontier is not going to just delete the Thargoids. That would be really stupid because a lot of players have like builds for their ships and that sort of thing for Thargoid hunting, you know, because there'll be times when, you know, a bunch of Thargoids show up around a station and players are like, all right, we need to, you know, defend ourselves, which that's, I get that, you know, Thargoids are attacking. That makes, that makes sense to me. But like, I don't know, just hunting the Thargoids or like a Xeno hunting. That just seems wrong mm -hmm. to me because, like, they're sentient aliens just like us. They probably have thoughts and feelings. I don't know. We, we don't know. And it's, uh, it's pretty, I don't know. It's just, it's really, my guess is that whatever the super weapon's gonna do its thing, but it's gonna backfire horribly. And because they did say update 13, which is like a big update, is gonna be in August. And everything is, like, leading up to that. And my guess, my personal theory, my theory, is that because they added with the big expansion before, they added, you can get out of your ship. Elite Dangerous Odyssey. You can get out of your ship. You can use guns outside of your ship. Mm -hmm. Like, first person. You can... I don't do the shooting. I've done the shooting before, but I didn't really... I mean, it's fun, but I don't really like... I'm a pacifist. You know, I'm just a scientist, man. I don't go around killing people. I'm a scientist. Um, <laughs> my thought, my theory, and a lot of people's other theories, is that this update is going to bring in ground combat against Thargoids. Because people have, like, data mined right when Odyssey came out, and there was some voice lines that talked about, look out, like, human voice lines that were saying, oh, look out, it's a goid. Slang term for a Thargoid. And, like, that's not in the game right... Like, that's that's not something you can see right now. So a lot of people are like, hmm. I mean, like, it makes sense. Like, I think it makes sense that it's going to, like, maybe do something to their ships. Mm -hmm. Or some, something... Or maybe they get mad enough that, like, something activates and Thargoids get out of their ships now. And I don't know. Oh, I'm not Frontier. I don't know. But I think that'd be really cool. 
what I would do is I'd be like, oh, okay, the aliens are, uh, they, they, they can walk now instead of like, because we've never seen them outside of their ships. We don't even know what they look Didn't someone like. look in the ships one time and it was yeah, like, it, they had like a person chair? Yeah, there it was like almost like, like a chair or, yeah. or some sort of like cockpit. So that is actually what some, and so there's this clad, there I guess the more black market evil anti-Xeno organization. Then there's another one that's called Aegis. Mm-hmm. Aegis is led by scientists and they're trying to think of like not, I guess they still need to, you know, defend, but it's not, it's not more of attacking. It's more of, okay, we need to defend ourselves. Which, I, that that's more what I would do. I would be like, okay, we need to defend ourselves, but not kill all the Thargoids, not do genocide. Like, that's genocide a little much. Genocide seems a little extreme. Yeah. And what, I guess, some black ops, secret, organized, secret, like, science that both groups, one, the other, I'm not sure which... They were trying to see if humans could figure out a way to pilot Thargoid ships. And I'm like, oh, see, that sounds cool. I would do that. My my, my commander would be like, yo, did someone call for science? I want to do science. I love science. Science is great. So, I love science. Science is cool. Like, I draw the line at, like, you know, torture, because that's what they ended up, I think, the... Salvation is what the, uh, the other group is. Salvation, they were, like, they, I guess, captured a live Thargoid and tortured it to try oh, and no. figure out how the, the ships work. This was way, way back. Long time ago. And, uh, yeah, like, I'm like, eh, that's not very nice. Like, torture and genocide, like, all these bad things. I, I, I understand, you know, war. We need to figure out ways to beat Thargoids, but, like, I don't understand. Why can't we all be friends? Why can't we be friends? Yeah, it just, I just seems, it seems be... like a lot of hostility from both sides. Yeah, without, without really from like both sides. doing anything, without like a lot, it, many attempts at the communication. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I'm just like, there's got. I'm just saying, there's got to be a better way. Hmm. There's got to be a better way. I'm uh, interested. I'm interested. To, I'm interested to see where that goes, and uh, you know, it does. It does make it. Um, because if I finish engineering my uh, my vulture, I think I'll be I'll be able to punch up. I think I'll be able to handle at least participate in some uh, some of those Thargoid missions. I won't be so squish. squish Interesting. Squish. Well, yeah, because that that um, it's I think it's because you have the two large hard points. Yeah. Yeah, and um, uh, with engineering on there, you just end up being able to do silly stuff is uh is how i figured um is is what i was reading back when i was doing that though yeah the the differences are so so there there's kind of there's kind of like that sort of thing in um in elite mm-hmm. um like they're so basically you're in this as like a quick breakdown since i realized i didn't do any of that earlier <laughs> um the you're in this uh, star system called Stanton, and it's the first star system, at least as the story goes now, that, um, so while it's, while it's like controlled, it's part of the United Earth Empire, 
which you are all like uh you know people of um these planets are the first that were like rented out to corporations in private companies yeah so there's uh four yeah four different planets four or five different planets i think it's just four maybe it's five that uh, that you can start out on and it's like different takes on uh like how to develop like one is i forget what it's called but you know like when the entire planet's developed like coruscant in uh in star wars it's just like one big city um there's one that's like that and that one feels very like cyberpunky when you're running around it there's another one that's on a gas giant but it everything is like oh wow pink and there's like it's like cloud city but there's also like cherry blossoms everywhere oh wow yeah uh the one i picked uh new babbage is it's pretty cool it's like a it's like a modern city it has like a metro um i guess like super modern because it's in space but uh this one it's on this like really cold planet and they were in the process of like terraforming it um but they haven't yeah so like everything there's like enclosures and and like a bunch of different like amenities like indoor stuff that uh that you can do and then there is i think it's loraville which that one is i don't know how to describe it it's like super industrial and there's like gondola trams that you take around and it's yeah it well that's crazy one thing i'll say about star citizen is when once you're especially like on the planets or like on the 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 star the, the space stations you have to navigate around kind of like you do in real life. Like you got to look for signs on the wall. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> or like figure out where stuff is, like find the right elevator to take you to the right place. Uh, so it can, it can take a while, especially like as you're, as you're first learning and like figuring out how to, how to do everything. Um, but yeah, there's, and there's like little stories that, um, that go along with that too. And there's, you know, there's there's more than just the two types of events that I got to try out for the first time this weekend that I believe also kind of like expand the uh, the story uh, for that one. So like I was I was glad I got a chance to do because apparently like reputation doesn't get wiped. So like also nice. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, but uh, yeah, my buddy, my buddy just showed me his route to uh, get around the solar system and, or the star system. And it's like he plotted it out himself and he made he made like a little a little drawing and that's just like the biggest difference is how you have to figure out how to get around because sometimes it'll have you fly like through the middle of the sun and then you just get kind of trapped there right now you don't you don't just like die instantly um that's crazy though yeah um and uh and you try to uh you try to hop around going to uh, to different stuff to avoid flying into the sun. You have to like refuel a lot. Um, oh, and they have a, I meant to say this earlier. There's a similar thing. I don't know if it's as organized and as awesome as the fuel rats. Cause the fuel rats is that's, that's pretty impressive, but uh, the, there's uh there's similar services and, and people you can kind of reach out to for help. Uh, it usually involves like, you know, a little bit, a little bit of money that, uh, that AUEC uh, those credits, but uh, you can you can call it for people to be like, yeah, I ran out of fuel. Like, hold on, I'm coming. <laughs> Send yeah. me some money. Uh, and I really I really enjoy that. Ooh, ooh. Um, I was gonna talk about Squadrons. Oh yeah, Dude. Squadrons is another good game. Squadrons I is a it. lot of fun. 
Um, it is a really like spiritual successor to the old like TIE Fighter series. If you guys haven't tried it before, um, I highly recommend it. I think you can get it for like 10 bucks right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Either on Steam or like Origin Pass, like one of those platforms, like you can get it really cheaply. And it, even if you just play the campaign, totally worth it. You should totally do it. You get to play both sides. You get to be, um, Imperial and, uh, uh, what amounts to being a uh, rebel and it's it's oh it's a lot of fun i will say this though if you start to get into the pvp you're gonna learn pretty quickly that one you're probably gonna learn who gray squadron is uh shout out to any of, any of those guys if they listen to this show but the uh, gray squadron is it's a really welcoming community and they have their own discord but uh if you if you go check them out uh that's really how you can start to get into like the pvp aspect uh or Fun. or just like playing with other people aspect of of star wars squadrons but dude the end game flying is not what you think it's going to be lucy it is so there's this thing you can do which i think they kind of based it off of uh that second in the sequels last jedi where mm-hmm. where poe is like drifting around and shooting stuff yeah um that's really what the end game becomes in terms of being like oh. the hardest to hit so what you end up doing is you end up picking like a beefy either like bomber or like just your base like tie fighter or x-wing just because they're they can get like a little beefy too you pick a you want like just the jump jets or whatever they're called you want the ones that give you like the the greatest like boost initial boost and you just like boost around drifting and like pot shotting people while you like drift around in like awkward angles and so anyone anyone who's traditionally flying can't keep up with you oh wow yeah (laughs) it's it's and this game's a lot of fun and like that there's a learning curve to doing that but uh it's fun too at the end of the day but like it's just from what the game seems to teach you it is just the (laughs) it's just not not what I expected getting into the uh, getting into like the sort of nitty gritty like post end game stuff. So like be, be on the lookout for that. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but like you were gonna learn about space drifting. <laughs> you were gonna... space drifting. That's crazy <laughs> mm-hmm. though. You're not in control unless you're out of control in space. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, whereas, um, you know, I think I think likewise, at least the base game for Battlefront Two like the more recent Battlefront 2 or the old school Battlefront 2 also has a fun campaign, believe it or not. But uh, those are going to be third person, different, different sort of like fighter experiences. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Um, then you're going to get in Squadron. Squadrons is meant to be like your Star Wars space flight sim. So even if you're yeah. just in it. Oh, and you can do it in VR. Same with Elite Dangerous. If you got a VR mm. setup, you can you can play it completely in that and be like immersed in the Star War, or the you must be immersed in the Star Wars. <laughs> um, and so that that is one I can definitely definitely recommend. Um, other than that, is Starfield? All these games have star in their name except for Elite. Um, yes, is Starfield going to be? Is that going to be... That's probably going to be third person. I think that's what all the uh, the video showed. Yeah. I think so. So that'll be that'll be interesting too. It reminds me of... Uh, you know, that that's probably the one thing I wish I could have gotten more of in Mass Effect games. 
was actually yeah. getting to like do stuff with the ship or flying the ship. Especially, oh uh, man, especially at, after the second one when you get the hammerhead. I think I guess you get it in the DLC, but you know, you know, you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, the one that kind of like wafts around. Like once you get that, I was like, oh man. And then the third one, they have like fighters. You just don't get to drive one. I'm just like, come on. You're just like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, let me, let You're me like, go. That'd out be nice. There. I will. I will do. It. So one thing, one thing I am excited about for Starfield and uh, in in trying uh, No Man's Sky again, I think, is just yeah. Like it, it's not the only thing I'm I'm there for. I realize there's there's other stuff to do. Like even in Star Citizen, you can be a courier, you can be a hauler, you can uh, be an explorer because a lot of these planets aren't fully explored yet. So like you could go yeah, maybe like discover something in that way, or like go to one of the moons or like the smaller like less inhabited places uh, that might, that might orbit it and, and uh, figure it out that way. Cause like th- there'll be some missions that you get beacons for while you're out there. And it's just like, yeah, like, can you find this person? They were last seen in this cave. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm excited to, to have that aspect in, in sort of, I feel like, yeah, I feel like elite is supposed to be like, the you know from space sort of exploration i think at its heart and i think with odyssey they they really like are exploring into new stuff but i i don't know if that's all developed yet and that's not a bad thing i i think it does great for for what it is um i feel like uh i feel like no man's sky is definitely that like no like from the ground up uh you know once at least more recently it's been meant to be like okay like you're flying in the system go on this planet see like catalog stuff like explore do science yeah and i uh i appreciate that aspect of it yeah i think i got to like the center of the universe like the first time and i was like ah, yeah i don't need to do that again <laughs> in, in in the ba- in when it first released not uh not now. yeah like, for I sure need to go i need to go back and check it out again with all the new stuff but uh but yeah oh man this is is there any space game that we're forgetting. I think for me, it just comes down to uh, then I start getting into like uh, RTS games, like StarCraft, yeah. and uh, and oh man, have you played the new Dune? No, I haven't. Is it good? It's it's still an alpha, but um, it's still an alpha, but it is it's a lot of fun. I'm trying to pull it up right now so I can tell you. Oh shit! It just updated too. Nice. Um, so it's it's still in alpha right now, but it's uh it's got it's uh, called the Spice Wars, and you can be all the different factions mm. um, as you go into you know the planet Dune, and uh, you're trying to navigate your rounds. So you can be the Freeman, you can be uh, House Atreides, you can be the bad guys. I forget their name. Um, and you can uh, you can keep doing it. And so right now. I, I think you just you have the different houses and you can you can go around and like try to like set up your thing. The story is the story is basically like, you know, hey, like you're trying to take control of Dune like right now. Yeah. Go out there and like try your best. It's so it's like a little simple. I think there will be like a story mode for the full release for sure, but like it's it's kind of I don't know, it's it's not bad. Like I actually enjoy just kind of like like okay, I'm on this 
Dune planet. Like, I'm going to build up some stuff. I'm going to go take pot shots at these guys. I'm going to ride the worms. <laughs> like, I'm going <laughs> to... It's, yeah. it's actually, it's surprisingly for, for a game where you're like fighting and like, like fighting for resources and stuff. I'm surprisingly like calm and having fun with just like the different things to manage and uh, the different tools you get as the different, uh, the different houses. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Any, uh, any final thoughts for, uh, any future space explorers out there? Um, have fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Do mm-hmm. space is really cool. I like space. Mm hmm. I don't know. I just really like space, and space is just the best. It's a pretty cool place. You know, that's one thing in Destiny I've always wanted to do is fly the ship. Actually, like, fly the ship and do something with it. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Always been mine. Um, Final thought here. You're just like, please, let me fly my ship. Mm -hmm. Just like, just once. Just once. It doesn't have to be, like, everywhere. Just once. Like, (laughs) I'll just replay that level over and over. (laughs) Um, final thoughts for me. Uh, I think, I think one thing I really love about these games, that seems to be a theme, uh, when you go into space and exploration is there's like a sort of like a sense of wonder about stuff. Like, especially yeah. when you're doing the exploring and checking out what could be in the future. And I think in that way, it, it gives even, even in some of like the more, like dour uh settings i think it i think it really gives like that that sense of hope that like no like we could we could be out there one day that could be humans yeah living their lives out amongst the stars and it uh that's something that always struck a chord with me uh like you know just just to get out there would be would be quite the achievement and yes my my biggest piece of advice would be pay attention to your fuel, no matter what you're doing. <laughs> no. Yeah, for sure. Know how to either refuel yourself or, or, or where to stop. That is my biggest, my biggest piece of advice. And what is it? At least in, um, in star citizen, cause you gotta, you gotta like take off and land yourself. Don't fly directly at stuff when you're starting out. <laughs> Just- Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Because you can set; it's pretty cool. You can actually set a uh, a limiter on the throttle, so like oh, that's nice. You can't go too too fast, so you can like you can turn on the limiter. But it, it's just really funny. Like my my first couple couple times like flying places, I think I crashed into a station. Just kapow! You're like, how do I get out of here? Mm-hmm. It was it was funny. It was funny. Ugh. Oh, and if you blow up uh, anything that you had saved to your ship loadout, will come back in uh oh, that's nice. elite right now but you'll lose stuff that was on your person or that was like in the inventory of the ship so like in the cargo hold yeah but not like attached yeah, like to your ship. cargo holds will gone stuff that you like your any data you had so if, like for me being an explorer and not cashing in my 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 uh planetary scans and stuff like if my ship blows up all gone so go rescan everything oh yeah i i think i saw when I first started playing Elite, I think I saw a lot of like posts on their subreddit where it was just like, yeah, I just got got after exploring for 10 years. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, like that just makes me cry. I'm just like, no. Like, Jesus. And it always gets me too. It's like they, they have some poetic moment in all those stories where like, yeah, I always play solo, except for this one time. <laughs> except this one time. I wanted to fly in and just wave to another another commander when I was going by. <laughs> they 
they just, just shot me. I was going to wave and say hi. And then everything... Uh... Everything went to heck. Oh, man. Yes. Hmm. You got any, you got any shout outs this week, Lizzie? Uh, I don't know. I think, uh, um, I don't know. I'm, uh, can, not very good with, uh, with shout outs. Can I, can I do one? And you can stop me if I'm not allowed. I want to give a oh, shout out okay. to Lady Lucida because it's her birthday the, when this releases. And everyone, oh, yeah. everyone wish her an all caps happy birthday from the Spinfoil Theory podcast in whatever medium you want. <laughs> if you can add her, you have my permission to wish her a happy birthday oh, loudly no. in text. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> that, is, that is my shout out this week. <laughs> happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Um, I hope, uh, you know, um, there, there's been... There's been a lot happening in uh, in this country right now, so you know what, Lizzie. To I think I think you uh, you told me someone else said this to you, but I agree. Tonight the fireworks are for you. Thanks, thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Thanks. Oh. That's cool. I don't really celebrate my birthday. So we're gonna, very off. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it with it this year. We're gonna make sure okay. make sure you get all the well wishes. Booyah. Just like that. Um, but, uh, is, you know, and it, it's got to be awkward. Is this your first birthday uh, in, in, um, in Ohio? Yes, it is. It is my first birthday in the land of corn. And I have work tomorrow, so <laughs> I can't like, oh, I want to do, I want to go like uh, do this fun thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Oh, man. It uh, well, I hope it's a good one. I know you got to work. I've had to do that yeah. before, but uh, yeah, I hope I hope you're able to uh, to treat yourself. And, yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure your partner's gonna do something nice for you too. Yeah, she bought me a very fancy oven oh, air you fryer. Showed me. It's so cool thing. It's so nice. I love it. We made pizza in it, and it was like so the crust cool. was like good. It was crunchy. Because we've made pizza before, and we're like, yeah, the crust is kind of meh. But now the crust for this was crunch and i could actually taste most of it which is good because of covid i couldn't taste pizza <laughs> i'm glad I'm that's glad the worst part coming back heck yeah okay um well with with that everyone uh please stay safe out there please yes please please yeah. do take take care of yourselves drink water hydrate and yep. no matter where you are in the world, stay like appropriately cool or warm, whichever you need. You deserve it. I think. Heck yeah. I think it's really important just to remind everyone that it's okay to exist. It's okay to take care of yourself, no matter what's going on in the world. It's okay for you to exist and to try to be happy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So you, if you for needed sure. permission, you got it from me. Do it. You got it from me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye, everybody. See you next time. Toodles. That's off, Guardians. That's it for this week's discussion. Have any questions or comments about this episode? You can reach out to us on Twitter, 
at spinfoiltheory, or write us an email at spinfoiltheory at gmail.com. If you'd like to read our show notes, check out articles, listen to past episodes, and more, be sure to pay us a visit over at our website, spinfoiltheory.com.